0: Now we can understand better we said before. That a person is the nafesh uh, is the source which gives life to all these thousands of worlds. What are the thousands of worlds? all the levels of Ruchnis. Starting from the first and highest level Hashem creates, right down until the level that we're in right now. Not like the nefesh inside a person, which has to act with the person, like we said. But it brings about, so to speak, a, the feels to all the world. As we're going to explain, omno. Just like all the actions that the body makes, it's because the, the body is alive. Same thing. Everything which happens in the brea. Everything which happens in the world. What causes them to be completed, what creates them, and what can destroy them is the result of the person's over here. Since a person is set up as the microcosm of all the various forces which Hashim has created up he said I had asked us discusses across the numbers of the end of the time could i means that he like said the Chinese connects all the various levels together room with such as this muscle which links right back to the highest level which is the show of the some of the human being Of so she can buy a map in this night i the highest level of all the levels that should created. so it's a best he's on that everything he said says the last two problems that the person is the catalyst that brings about, what makes happen, all the changes and all the lamas above him, because it's only as a result of what a person does, that that brings with it a shefa of chius, if, it, if it's something good, or has a can minimise that shefa of chius, and cause the destruction on all the levels we, uh, that Hashem created. Now, what's the reason for this? By the time, she nispoi, okay, okay? The reason we saw before is the, that the nishama of a person, which means the highest level of the nishama, is the highest level Hashem created. By the time she inspired a of the not that a person has within him a little bit of all the idamas, so to speak, that Hashem created inside a person, are called They're connected. How are they connected? Because the ability, like he's going to explain. The ability that a person has, which is unique, is the ability of Bekhira. There are lots of other koiches, there are lots of other forces in the world, which are some created, but, like we said, that it's true. Let's say every malach has a job to do. It's true. There's a malach in charge of rain, we know his name. His name is Afbiri. There's a malach in charge of lady, there's a malach in charge of mister, there's a malach in charge of... Uh, the various other things which happen in the world we could know their names also there's a malach of shereg, a malach of heat, a malach of cold whatever it's going to be malachim have jobs to do and they have control of, the, of whatever they've Hashem put them in, in control of but the control a malach has is to carry out orders and that's Lashon malach, a malach in Hebrew means a messenger the job of the malach is to carry out orders which means he has no akhirah he has no choice to do things. What he is told to do, he does. What his, whatever koyach he's given, he has to he has to fulfill. Because the gather of the malach is only as a as a way to transfer whatever his job is to transfer. is a and he can't do more than that. The human being so the second part of what a person does is also is not up to him the reaction in shemane to a person's mason is is a process which he can't control but the first part of a person's mason which have to start from here that a person can't control and let me explain like this to make it simpler we gave example before of the ends of the chain the one end by here the other end in shemane the is if you understand the marshall, you can only shake the chain from either end. Not from the middle. The middle moves. The middle, has, when you pull the chain, every link chain moves as well. But you can only, so to speak, make something change, make make it move from either end. So who's got both ends? So the one end we have, that's the bottom end. So in order to cause something to happen, we can, we can make it, we can, Inst- inst- initiate inst- initiated instigated because we have an uh, the, the one end to make it happen the other end is the other therefore re- he reacts to what we do but the whatever Kayak kind of he's going to he's going to put into the into the system of all my lovers it starts from hashem all the links in the middle whatever level of malach it's going to be whatever other spiritual level it's going to be are just links in the middle so either Triggered by what a person does one way, or they trigger triggered what Hashem does the other way. Now they're either working up with what a person sends up, or they're working down with what Hashem sends down. But they can never start something, they don't have an end. Right? And that's the insight. Therefore, only a human being has which means to start a process which is going to change the way the worlds are. What does it mean which way the worlds are? So, like we said, it's a shaila of more kudush in the world or less kudush in the world, and that's up to us. And now is the second point. Even if a person did do damage with what he's done wrong, and as a result he minimized the amount of shefa that Hashem sends down to the world, and as a result, it either thing causes destruction, distraction or it causes things to be, be on a lower level than they were before yes kayakh pacific b'yad el but zesheves a person can build what he broke right they say this was as a yisrael chasilis but you see a person have shahayim as well that same kayakh that a person has to destroy he has to be taken. and therefore what a person can destroy he can fix as well since he's still able to connect to all the various kayakhas his ability to rebuild them. A tail is a shadow and the, the, if you're going to read the pasla simply, it means Hashem is your shadow. a Just like the way the a shadow falls from something, right? As everybody knows, a shadow follows your movements. If you see a shadow and you, you raise an arm, you see and the shadow you raise an arm. You shake your head, the shadow will shake its head. It's a direct parallel to what the what the, what the person does. So Hashem reacts exactly based on how the person acts. The Person does something, that based on that it's going to be the reaction. So to what, what it brings. Now. When a person acts, when you acts the same. I call the shadow responds and based on how he act. Now there's an obvious question over here which we need to ask if it's as simple as that right that it's a system kiido that we act and is an exact reaction like a shadow. So the obvious question over here is is then it's like making the world look like that the only thing which can make if anything happen is the person he acts and that's what forces the reaction a certain way. If that's the case, a person could ask the question. Then, if that's the case, Hashem doesn't have the because He's made the world in such a way that a person's mason decide what happens, and then it's all a system which is already put in place. A person dies, and then it's going to cause an effect. So where's Hashem's bechira? Just like we said, malachim does not have because they don't have an end. Right? They're in the middle of a system, and therefore they get triggered by the one side and they have to move the next way. It's like a chain in the middle of the, the link in the middle of the chain. That it gets pulled, it, pulls, and it goes, and it pulls the next thing with it. So that's the case. So if you're going to say that both ways are because of us. Until now we only said that our mason have an effect up to the top. Right, but that has a reaction down. Now if you're going to say that it's mechaev, kilo that our mason, which goes up to the top of the chain, is mechaev a response exactly, in exactly the same way down, so then we're giving ourselves the full control. What does Hashem do? He's built a system where a person socially controls it himself. So where's, the, where's Hashem's Bekhirah? So let's understand. Let's understand. But Emma says this question is a bigger question. We're just asking it now from the point of to Nefer Shachai. But it's a general question we can ask. And that is if a person has Bekhirah, and he can decide, and if someone lets him decide, so then where does Hashem Act in so to speak, what he did. With can Hashem decide not to let, not to act not to before a person work, or why to give a person bechira? It's all up to the person. So the obvious first step we're going to see we'll see the three steps over here. The obvious first step is that Hashem can choose Hashem does choose on what issues to give a person bechira. Like we always explain in the Emunah not everything you can decide about. There's sometimes a person has a decision that he can make. There's sometimes that he's in a situation where what's going to happen next has nothing to do with him. He can't decide it. I always give the marshal. If you're driving a car, do you have? To, can you decide where you want to drive if you're in the driver's seat? Yes, you can. But only sometimes. When I come to a crossroads, when I come to a fork, and I can decide, do I want to go left, or do I want to go right, or do I want to go straight ahead. So then, yes, I'm driving. I can say where I want to go. when well, I'm driving down the road, and there's nowhere to go except for the road in front of me. There's nowhere to turn to. So now, I don't be here. Where else are you going to go? There isn't any other option. You chose to go there, so you knew that's going to be the ending of the, the. I started there, but now that wherever the road takes me, it takes me. I can't get off it. You started on that road, you chose. Okay, I agree. But now the road can turn, the road can bend, the road can can loop around. Well, started, so I agree. I'm definitely responsible for where I started. But once I'm on a road, I don't always have the option to choose where to go to. And it's the same thing always. A person, the times a person has choices, the times that a person is now following his choice, he doesn't have the option of choosing again. He doesn't he isn't at another crossroads now. Right now, it's a consequence of where he went. That's the road he went. And he's being taken that way because there isn't another option. So it's true that a person has bachira, but in those areas where shem gives him bachira. Sometimes he doesn't have b'khir. What's going to happen to him is not in his hands at all. He started with certain Mahalakh, and now what happens now, Hashem decides for him. So that's the first point. For example, let's make this clear, because the point in the Just because a person decides he wants to do something, doesn't necessarily mean Hashem is going to let him. B'khir means Hashem gives you the options, and if you want to, you could, this way you can do it. If you want to that, you can do it. They will, They will both work. You have the option to do both. Uh, it's one might be good, one might be bad, but it reminds they're both options which you have, and you could do either. right? Um, I'm, a, I'm not trying to be political, but just to give an example. For most people, they have a decision. Should I go to Yeshiva, or should I go to college? They're both options, and they could do this, and they could do that. And if they decide this way, so they will come to Yeshiva, and do that. They will go to college. They're both options on the table in front of them. As a child of a of what a person's choosing to do with their life, but both options are available. But, sometimes the person thinks of he wants to do something, it's not an available option. Which means there's no real Bekhira, because he couldn't do it if he wanted to. So, for example, now let's go to another extreme. You have uh, someone who grew up in Afghanistan, or I don't know, Gaza, he wants to be a terrorist. So he wants to go blow up uh, basil people. Now, Bekhira would be, Hashem gives him the option. If you if you want to become a terrorist and the mass murderer. Okay, you can. Which means he'll be it'll work out, he'll be able to go into the bus with his uh, backpack of explosives and blow himself a lot of people up. A big rusher. he'll definitely get punished for it. But it's an option available to him. giving him the option. So it's his baker whether he wants to do it or not. If and there are many people like that that would really want to do it, but it's not an option available to them. Either they don't have access to the 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 the, 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 the explosives or they don't have access to the bus. Or whatever it is, they, they can't, they, for whatever other reason, they can't put into practice. The fact that they want to do it doesn't mean they have vakhira. That's not an option which is available to them right now. So if I decided, you know what, I'm thinking, should I go to college or should I go to Brisk? But I, no one's going to accept me there, for whatever reason. Then it's not really vakhira. It's not an option. Vakhira means I have two options, and I have to decide between them which one I'm going to do. So when Hashem doesn't give a person options, then he can think he wants to, he can try, he can plan, it's not going to happen. Against the basic says, it's not going to happen. You can try, you can plan, you can think, you can want something to happen. Ah, shpeshnes bechira? No, not in those, not in those areas. Hashem doesn't want to have bechira. If something's is not an option, you don't have bechira to do it. Okay, so that's our first point. But now it's more than that, because even in the areas where a person does have bechira, Hashem still has a choice. Still is still involved. And as we mentioned before, we mentioned again, there's a Midrash that it says <coughs> that Matronisa asked of Yosem in Chalapta. And he said, tell me, how long did it take Hashem to create the world? I mean, that's six days. So she asked him, and since then, what has Hashem been doing? Now, one week, is very busy. He created the whole world. What was he doing since then? Like, uh, the Mashkich always pointed out, like, only a rabbi would ask such a question. We, we don't know. We never thought of the question like, "What does Hashem busy doing?" Right? He's allowed to do. That's not the point. But I thought, "What's he doing?" You know. So, what did the Rebbezim and Chadeiht answer her? Huh? There are a number of different answers in different Midrashim, but the one I'm quoting now. He said to her, "Hashem is oises sulamas parakia." Hashem is making ladders in the sky. What does it mean? Hashem is making ladders in the sky. He brings a pasuk. Why? So he says Hashem has a plan what he wants the world to be like. That's that in the simple words. Hashem has a plan what he wants everyone to have. So if Hashem planned I should have a certain amount of money. I'm talking so money as the first example. I should have a certain amount of money. Now somebody goes and steals the money from me. So now that's against what Hashem wanted. Hashem didn't want the guy to have the money, he wanted me to have the money. So what does Hashem do? He builds a ladder for me. In other words, he finds me another way to get back that money. And for the guy who now took all the money which he's not meant to have, Sashem built him and let it down. Right? In other words, if I'm meant to have something I don't have, Sashem will organize a way for me to get it. If he has something he's not meant to have, Sashem will organize him to lose it. And it's a Gemara. The Gemara says that if a person, a, a judge, a Dayan, comes to the wrong Psaq, and he passes wrong, you are you, the other guy, money, and, and as a result, he makes, let's say, pay Shimon, which is wrong, says the Gemara Hashem says you, now you've been matriach me so you take the money back from Hashem and give it to Reven well, this is the side of the a person can't act against what Hashem wants so a person has Bechira you can choose to steal but if the Mason he does choose to steal and you're successful he took the money if the result isn't what Hashem wants so now Hashem has to put things back to where they were before which means even in a place where a person does have Bechira and Hashem lets him do it but Lemay says it has to have a system to. No one's going to gain from doing an aver So if he's meant to get the money He tries to do it in the wrong way Hashem will let him have it He'll still get the aver of stealing it And he could have got it another way If he's not meant to have the money Hashem will find a way for him to do it What options does Hashem have? Endless options He could have been caught on camera And some of the police are going to come take it away from him It could be as he runs the streets He'll lose it, it'll fall out of his pocket It could be someone stole it from him it could be uh, he'll have to pay for a new car. It could be still so will get sick. he have to pay for medical bills. But any it could be he'll invest the money in, in an investment where someone else takes the money, where he loses and someone else will get the money. Hashem has limitless options. Those are the ladders. Those are the ladders. Hashem wants to set the world the way he wants it to be. He gives people Bahira, but Lema'isa, he puts everything back to where he wants it to go. And therefore, since, since Hashem finished growing the world, what he's been doing, says uh, after, he's been putting things back the way he wants them to be. He doesn't want something to happen. He'll he'll reorganize it and it comes back to me two minutes ago. Oh. The first example is let's say I'm looking through the, the glass windows of a jewelry store, and I see all the, the watches there are going for thirty, forty, fifty thousand dollars each. And let's say I'm not a good person. I think, wow, well, I'd love to steal a watch, right? But I can't. So what am I going to do? It's a bulletproof glass, and I'm outside, and the watches is the inside. So even though I think I'd really love to steal that watch, I just don't know the way to do it, right? So then, that's not Bekhira. Hashem didn't give me the option. Well, I don't have an option how to do it. I might have the bad intention in my mind, but I don't have an option how to do it. What does Bekhira mean? Bekhira means I'm in the store, and I notice that the owner has left the display case open, and he's walked out of the room for whatever reason. So I think, it'll take me 10 seconds. I'll get the wash in my pocket, and I'll be outside. I could. That's an option. So Hashem giving me the option. If I want to steal, I have the way to do it. So now I have a choice. Do I want to do the right thing and not steal, or am I going to do the wrong thing and steal? And I could do both. I could restrain myself and just wait or not take anything. Or, I could give in to my tie to steal and grab a watch and put it in my jacket pocket and run. I would get away with it. Okay, so let's say I did that. Then I, then I stole. I exercised my bakhira to do something wrong and I stole. But now, let's take the next step. The action I can do. I shouldn't give me the bakhira to choose. What's the result going to be? I'm going to now be $50,000 richer because I've got a Gold Rolex in my pocket. Not if Hashem doesn't want you to be. Not if Hashem doesn't want you to be. The hero doesn't affect the result. The hero affects the choice. So I could choose to steal. I stole successfully. So okay. So now I'm just been zaykhed to a new area of gazel and shemak. And am I going to gain from it? No. Which means, if I wasn't meant to have the money, then somehow Hashem has to find a way to take it away from me. What are his options? Hashem can decide. He has lots of options. But the 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 Mesa at the end of the day when Hashem is going there is what happens. But well, The oh. fact that Hashem does high Mesa doesn't mean that you have to be the one to go and kill him. But if a person thinking, Should I kill that guy, Hashem is willing to give him the option because he he, he he's happy for... or he's he's Decided that person could die If someone's not going to die Then you can do what you like You're not going to be able to kill him Because Hashem doesn't want him to die So in other words For the person who Hashem wants to save You don't really have the In other words It depends how Hashem wants to save him The easy way for Hashem to save him Is not let people try to kill him But even if Hashem is going to let a person try to kill him It's not going to work Yeah. How much money a person is meant to make I'm just, again, I'm using money as the marshal, but this applies to everything else. But uh, so I'm just using money, money as the easy marshal to think about in terms you can understand easier. Hashem decides in Rosh Hashanah how much money a person is going to make, how much money a person is going to lose. Where does the Gemara say this? The Gemara says that Rabbi Yechim had a dream that his nephews were going to lose 400 gold coins that year on Rosh Hashanah. So the whole year, any time he could, he got them to give him stock of money. Right? Give extra, extra, more stock, stock, in this case, that case, he kids uh, Over the course of the year, he managed to get 300 and I think it was 60-something gold coins in the footstocker. Every Shoshana, the next year, the Roman government sends uh, soldiers, throw them in jail. They think you've been cheating the government, and they want to ransom of 400 gold coins. So the fortune money. his nephew, says, give me the 30 or 20 or whatever it was coins that's missing from the cheshman, and I'll get you out. And I don't know how he did it exactly, but he took the missing coins, uh, the extra, which made up the 400, and he got them at 1,000. How do you do that? So he says, Pashat, I, I had a dream last year at Shoshone that this year you're going to lose 400 coins. That's why I made you give it to Stocker, because maybe you don't miss with it. And I made a cheshpit of how much was missing from the 400 coins you made to this. And that's what you gave the government to get out of jail. How did you not give it to Stocker? They were taking the whole amount from you. Okay, so they asked him, so why don't you tell us Should I give you 400 coins up front? So he said, I would rather you did a missing in one. It didn't happen that you were just saving as many you are going to lose anyway. What do you learn from the story? What do you learn from the story is, Hashem decides how much a person is going to lose. In the case of the story, right? How he's going to lose it, Hashem hasn't decided yet. There are lots of ways you can lose it. Now, uh, uh, how much they gave to stocker? good. They got a mitzvah for what they gave away. They were meant to have this amount of money less. They had, next year they had this amount of money less. All, they, most of them gave to stocker they got a mitzvah for that. Had they not done that, the, the police were there. They were put in jail. Right, they have given the whole thing to get out of jail, they're not to, to for it. So Hashem decided they're going to lose. Exactly what the way, in which way they were lose, that that Hashem not decide. That that's a lot of a lot of that is a person's own here Now let's go back to our case over here. Right? Let's say Hashem decides is going to make this amount of money this year. How's he going to make the, money, make the money? That's uh, it's still open to, this, uh, to discussion because we can it depends on Ruben's Bechira. At the same time Hashem decided Hashem was going to lose this amount of money this year. Okay, how's he going to lose? Lots of options. Now, if Reuben goes to steal from Shimon. Okay, so whatever Reuben took, we'll just take it off the Kesher. What he's going to make this year? He's meant to make some a, a certain amount. He stole that amount. Good. So he's made good for you. You can spend the rest of the year uh, unemployed because he, uh, he, whatever Hashem wanted him to make, he made it already. Shimon was meant to lose. He lost. So we're happy. We can leave it like this. There's no yeah, Hashem doesn't need to change things back again because. It's not going against the gzer, or what Hashem I it to happen. But al back adin, you stole. you Bukhir to pay back. That's the aver of the gzer. So if you didn't do his then he'll come back after his to pay back. Like I said, the cheshbon is what's meant to happen. The way a person chooses to go to get there is up to him. If he's going to do it in a way of an aver, then he's going to have to deal, with, deal with the consequences of the aver. I'll give you a nice story just to finish this point before we go to the third point, which is what I wanted to get to. You know, maybe you don't know yet, but anyone who's married knows that in Shulayim, um the area, once a year, sends you a bill for what's called property tax on Lana. But the way that Lana works is it depends on how much money you make. So you have to give them a the thing of how your income, and the you that, they work on how much you have to pay them, which means anyone who thinks like a, a certain way will think that, all right, I have to be honest with them. Uh, I don't tell them all my income, so if I, they don't know how much I'm making, so now uh, they'll give me a, a, a lower price. Now, it doesn't work for everybody, because if you're, if you're getting a official salary slip from the government, or whatever it is, from a company which is registered, then they don't have to ask you, they can see themselves how much you're making. But anybody who doesn't have a that or is not ever, all the money they're making is officially registered, so they always have this question, how much do I have to be honest and tell them I'm making or not? They also don't say good ones, right? to be honest when form. Now halachically, Rav said yes because you have the isur is I can sign the shekel, right? But is a You have to be honest when you in the form for another. So Dan said he doesn't understand the question. He said, decide how much you're going to make." So, what? The question is. Do you have to lie in order to get what Hashem wants you to get? No, I love that Hashem can organise the new day without lying. And that's I think the MS the way it's you a moment to look at things. Hashem right. I shouldn't decide what you're going to make and how much you're going to lose. Islam me to, to deny, to steal to steal, to cheat, to whatever it is, to go against the Allah in order to get what Hashem wanted. If you'll find a point to give it to me. And if I save money here, the grace of Chacham, you'll do it somewhere else. You're not gonna get more than Hashem originally wanted. Right, so That's what you say. So that's the case. Let's go back to what we started with. Number one, a person has vakhira, it's true. In what area does a person have vakhira? In what area does a person have vakhira? In the areas Hashem lets him choose. Not everything is a choice which is, even if a person wants to do something, it's not always a choice which is available to him. So Hashem gives a person choices where Hashem's willing to give them the option of going, going both ways, but what you choose doesn't guarantee results. It guarantees, like we said before, an example of the person driving the car, it guarantees which direction you're going to go. But once you've gone down that route, there's no guarantee where it's going to lead. Hashem makes land. Hashem brings things where He wants them to go. So yes, the person can choose to steal, and sometimes the gunner gets away with, with, the, with the man he used to, and sometimes he gets caught. And that's not up to his bechir anymore. His bechir was to steal. Whether he's going to get caught or not, he didn't choose to get caught. He didn't choose not to get caught. That wasn't his decision. Okay, so that's the second chedek. Uh, now, the last point we want to talk about, and that is what's negative to the Nefshachayim we just read. And that is, Nefshachayim makes it seem that the result is the direct consequence of a person's ma'asim. Hashem tzilcho, Hashem reacts directly to what a person does. In this area, yes. But here we're talking about one specific point, and that is the spiritual effect on the world. Because it's not totally on the result of how much money you have. It's not totally on the result of uh, what you're going to do with your life or whatever it's going to be. It's talking about the result of mitzvahs and avaris. Doing mitzvahs causes more kudosh in the world. Doing avaris causes more uh, tumor in the world. Or less kudosh in the world, whatever you want to call it. That's direct result. Hashem set up the system like that. He doesn't have to get involved. So yes, what's going to happen in the Mesa? And Hashem is going to deal with things, that's up to him he, that, That's not a direct result He chooses how to react, and when to react And what he wants to do about it But the, the effect on terms of the balance of Mitzvah and averis, The effect on the world, on the, on the balance of kadusha or Tummah, like what he's talking about here That's a direct result Which means, Hashem doesn't get involved in it If a person chooses to do a Mitzvah, it, it will cause more Kedushah If a person chooses another, it will cause more tumur. That's direct, that's completely the person's undoing that's completely the person's idea. How Hashem is going to react to that? That's a different question. But the immediate spiritual effect it has in bringing down a kedoshah, a person does or minimizing a kedoshah, if a person has a virus, that's a system which runs on its own key. That's why Hashem built the breath. That when a person is responsible for his bakhira, and this is an important point, a person thinks of bakhira as am i responsible for the outcome. Not necessarily. Like I said, the choice I make doesn't guarantee the outcome. What a person's responsibility for his bechirah is for the, the the shayda of was it the right choice or the wrong choice. And the result of the choice, not the outcome of what he did, but the result of the choice. The result of the choice is what he's going to get rewarded or punished for. That's completely up to him. A person makes a wrong choice, like I said in my example before, to steal. So the one thing he's guaranteed is he's got another error. Whatever damage in Shemayim the Aveda of Gazel does, he did. Guaranteed. Right Right away. Is he going to now make money because he stole? No. That's not A person chooses to do a mitzvah. The one thing is guaranteed is he's got the mitzvah. Will it have the result he expected it to have? No. That's not a thing anymore. That's the result.